Here's the drill. I'm your history teacher from now on. We will call this class Gaming History X. We will discuss current events. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History X, the podcast where a couple of guys, few guys get together and talk about modern video games with a kind of retro flair perspective. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me as always is Mr. Rob Trees. How you doing, sir? Hello. I'm here. I made it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you've had a on? light Sunday. You were talking to me about it, and we won't mention it, but yeah, it's going uh-huh. good, man. Yep. <laughs> You're having a much-deserved beer. <laughs> I am having a beer. It's sad. I'm sitting in a, my basement, right? Yeah. I have my um, my marshmallow candle, and I'm fully dressed, but yet I have an old man bathrobe on over my clothes oh, with a yeah. can of beer. That, that's because yeah. you podcast in style. I do. Also... I, I forgot my... Got my slippers. <laughs> well, also, also joining us today, we always have a guest, and today I don't think you're in a bathroom, but you're traditionally known as being in one. Is Mr. Jesus from Horrible Gamers Podcast? How you doing, sir? <laughs> yeah, usually. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on, Fred. I, I appreciate you inviting me on today's show. Most definitely. And uh, if you don't know, it's a Horrible Gamers podcast. We'll let him pimp his shit at the end of the show. But uh, but thank you very much for being on. I already told you for selfish reasons I want you on to discuss some stuff. <laughs> All right. But, sounds uh, good. But yeah, yeah. Question. So, yes. Question. Yes. Jesus. Okay, okay. Horrible Gamers. Is it that you guys aren't good at games or you're all like assholes? Both. Okay. <laughs> I like that. It's a little yeah. bit of both. Now, some people listen to the show, and we had one of the one of the people, one of our listeners, join our community a while back, and we welcome him in as we do for everybody that joins our group. Yeah. But uh, he posted a comment on there like, "Hey, at first I listened to you guys. I thought you all were a bunch of jerks, <laughs> like, but then uh, then I realized you guys really enjoy gaming, and you guys are just just funny dudes." And I'm like, "Oh well, thank you for listening, man. Thank you for sticking around that long." Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of the uh, no disrespect. I'm not in the podcasting loop anymore. I am. That's why I'm in a bathrobe in a basement. I <laughs> I, I retired. I went into like internet hiding. I you know he really like, did. So I'm, yeah, I, I went deep undercover, and now I'm I'm out of the loop with all the all the gaming podcasts, you know. I see, I see. Well, and I've been inviting on people uh, that I actually do listen to their podcasts. So, of course, you're one of them. I uh, definitely listen to the horrible gamers, but uh, but yeah. So that's that's kind of the other thing. Uh, we'll have different guests that aren't just podcast people, but it's good to start off with that. Plus, they add a, a flair to it while we find our our sync. So, uh, but thank you for joining us, sir. Uh, we got a couple of different parts to the show but the first part is pretty easy and pretty straightforward it is the uh the community center and we actually have people who wrote in so if you want to write in contact at history 101com hit us up at, at the real gh 101 on twitter or just go to gaminghistory 101com and hit the contact link uh i think that's how austin did it so austin wrote in he said, hello there, Trees and Fred. Of course, he doesn't know if there's going to be a guest or not. Uh, I wanted to write in and ask you guys a few questions and open the door to a few topics to discuss. So here we go. First off, what do you think of the retro blocks? I've included a link to an article interviewing the creators. Uh, I'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, to me, it seems kind of lofty. I have a tough time seeing 
uh, it releasing like they are claiming. And he gives a Nintendo Life article. So, real quick, guys, uh, before I tell what it is, are either of you familiar with Retro Blocks? Uh, actually, you sent me a link earlier today to check, check it out, yeah. and I did. Um, it looks pretty cool, man. It does. No, it does. It, uh, trees. I, I didn't get a, send you a link. I didn't get a link. What's going on here? I knew you were out and about, <laughs> so I didn't send it. <laughs> if you, I'm, out, I'm out the loop again. Uh, oh, it's man. it's it's retro blocks b l o x so r e t r o b l o x dot com. There is a there is not too much information on the website. Uh, there's kind of a, a lofty presentation and then forums. And if you look on the forums, I'm definitely pretty active in there. But there's not a whole lot of information yet. Um, so. First of all, because GH101 is a retro podcast and stuff like that, people are wondering why I haven't brought this up. And second of all, why I haven't asked for an interview. I have mentioned it and I have asked for an interview, but Retroblocks is really probably going somewhere until their Kickstarter hits where they can get a lot of attention. And sadly, GH101 is not going to give you quite the uh, Nintendo Life or IGN coverage. Um, but basically, they popped this out at a little Southern California retro show. And this is a console that's... Um, Got an HDMI out, and uh, it'll work with Bluetooth or USB controllers, and it has a CD-ROM drive. So its big claim to fame is that the consoles that previously have had a hard time with clone console emulation, such as the Sega CD, the PC Engine CD, the TurboGrafx CD, and even in the future, they said the Jaguar CD or the Neo Geo CD can have, oh, PlayStation 1, Saturn, the whole nine, uh, can have emulation on them. So you can put your games in there and play them. Um, the reason that uh, Austin says they're kind of lofty is um, no one's really been able to get that to work yet, and you do have the problem that a lot of these clone consoles don't have. Any of your cart-based consoles up until the N64 don't have BIOS. Those BIOS have, they're, they're legal, they're legal rights. So you have to own the legal rights to BIOS in order to play them or make your own, and people haven't had a good experience making their own so uh, the other thing is how retroblox is handling how it plays games because it's also going to have these modules these hard plastic things that you'll kind of lock into the top of the console that give you a cart slot and controller ports for different consoles so for super nintendo it'll have a super nintendo cart slot and super nintendo plugs um and so how are they achieving this well if you know the retron 5 that was all software emulation it was just using retro emulators controversially enough, they were using open source emulators and selling it to make money. Um, recently, you guys might have heard of the AVS for the NES or the, uh, oh, what are they, what is the other one? The, uh, I'm blanking on it, but, oh, the Analog NT, which was a uh, kind of an RGB and HDMI out uh, NES that uses what's called a field programmable gate array or an FPGA, which is basically a hardware chip that can emulate circuit boards. And so what they do is they just use this open source, very cheap uh, chipset. And when I say cheap, I mean inexpensive, not cheaply made, to kind of basically rebuild a Nintendo from scratch and use it. It's called hardware emulation as opposed to software emulation, which is what like a Retron is. Well, this is a hybrid. This uses software emulation to run the games, and it uses hardware emulation to basically rebuild the console. And that's what those ports do, is it kind of adjusts your field programmable gate array. So here's their promise. Their promise is that for less than the price of a Switch, which is 300 so i'm guessing probably 299.99 you will get a yeah you will get a retro blocks uh with one module so you get to pick one console that will work with it 
Um, you can buy more modules, but they haven't given a price yet. If I was going to guess, I would say 50 to 100 bucks to add more consoles to it. And then the big push is that the disc-based games will work right out of the gate without a module. They've already confirmed that. So if you buy a Retroblox, regardless of what module you get, you can play PC Engine CD, you can play TurboGrafx CD, you can play PlayStation, you can play Sega CD. They said they haven't added in yet Jaguar or 3DO or CDI or, you know, all that random shit. They said they could add it on at a later date, but you'll probably need a module for it. But right out of the box, no matter what module you get, you'll be playing PlayStation games, Sega CD games, and PC Engine CD or TurboGrafx CD games. Then, based off of the module you get, you can plug in the real controllers. So that's the catch is that if you want to play Sega CD games with a true Genesis controller, you'll need the Genesis module. Otherwise, you'll have to use a USB or Bluetooth controller. If you want to play uh, TurboGrafx Hue card, or if you want to play TurboGrafx CD games with an actual TurboGrafx thing, you'll have to have that module. And they're going to do a Kickstarter. They want to kick off in April. So I'm guessing there will be some tier where if you you know, do it up front for like probably like 400, 500 bucks. I don't know. I know nothing of their pricing. I'm just speculating here. You'll get that and like all the modules. You know, I think there's going to be six of them. I think they're doing Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, uh, Turbo Graphics or PC Engine. Um, and I think they also had Game Boy Advance and you could just pick your module. But Jesus. again, they haven't been upfront about what modules yet until the Kickstarter. I think they've also talked about Atari. There might be a 2600 module. So, yeah, and then they talk about really lofty goals. They said, we could add Jaguar, we could add Jaguar CD, we could add Neo Geo CD, Philips CDI, 3DO, we could add, um, they were talking about Amiga 32 CD, they were talking about Atari 400 computer modules, so they can do a lot with this stuff, and it sounds like they've got the tech to do it. So, with all that in mind, what do you guys think? Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, I don't care. I don't okay. Need one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Only first of all, I have that, the stuff I want to play. Mm -hmm. I have the system sitting here. Like the old consoles, I have. I have them sitting here, anyways, with what right. I want to play on them. Right. But uh, has any? Have you guys ever bought one of these type, all-in-one cart type? Because these have obviously not as lofty as this one. But I mean, these right. things have popped out here and there. Has they've never really worked out, right? That I know of. Has there ever been one that has taken off? I, have a I mean, you're saying all this stuff about this yeah. one. Like, this sounds like... Well, again, that's true. their promise, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... I don't now, know. they do have a video showing it running, but again, those can always be, you know, whatever. Um, to answer your question real quick, I have a Retron 5, which I got rid of, uh, especially once I found out that they were using open source emulators and not paying the creators for it. Uh, and it never worked too well. For me, people say it's not a problem, but for me, the carts grab too much. And what most people used a Retron 5 for was you could slap an SD card in there and use some mumbo-jumbo and basically trick it into thinking any cart you put in there is any other ROM. And so people were using it for piracy because this all devolves into piracy. Um, the AVS, which is actually the HDMI out $200 NES that outputs to 720p, I have that and I use it because it'll take any Famicom cart or NES cart and play it, which NES has a really hard time with emulation. Um, Jesus, do you do any of this stuff? No, I do not. Actually, I don't really play retro games okay. as often as you guys do, but for me... This is interesting because it, it will give you the opportunity to do that, but I find it wouldn't it be expensive to go back and buy all these retro games? I was just thinking play? that too. Like, like yeah, fuck, it would be expensive, wouldn't it? 
and these these do thwart piracy. So here's here's the other side of what they're trying to combat is piracy. So with the Sega CD, with the PC Engine CD, and all that stuff, there's no like the the PlayStation had some pirate anti piracy measures, but the rest of them did not. So there's nothing stopping you from burning Snatcher on the Sega CD onto a CD and popping it into this thing, and it'll probably work. They also said flash carts will work, but you're not going to be able... It has an SD card slot, but they said you're not going to be able to put ROMs on there and just get it to run. Now, somebody's going to figure out how to do it. I know <laughs> someone's going to figure out how to do it. Uh, what they do do that's kind of cool, though, and weird, I don't know how they're going to pull it off, is they're saying that if I take like my cart of Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, slap it into this thing, it can get online because it's going to have usernames that you can log into. I don't think it's required, but you'll be able to do this. And then it will give me a license for it. It will verify it's a legit cart and then say, okay, we know you own this. So from now on, that username is tethered to that. And then I think it'll allow me to download the ROM or play it without mm. the cart in the slot. I don't quite know how it's going to do that. But that's what they're talking about. Um, Sounds like a bunch of bull. Let me yeah, tell you I what. Let me, okay, so work so out, let me man. tell you what this. Let me tell you what this is really for. The reality <laughs> is, is that the P, uh, to me the PC Engine CD, the TurboGrafx CD, and the TurboGrafx 16. There's really no good way to output that to HD. There really isn't. Uh, Sega Genesis, Sega CD. Sega CD is a little bit of an exception, but Genesis. A lot of those games have been released on PC, PS3, all this stuff, and you can play them in high def, no problem. Um, but with a lot of these games, especially the CD-based games, Sega CD and PC Engine CD and PlayStation, there's not a rock-solid way to output them to HD and have it be very user-friendly. Um, a PlayStation 3 is okay, but you have to own a PlayStation 3, and it's not great with its emulation sometimes. So I think this is an opportunity for streamers to use it. And for me in particular, it's the PC Engine CD part that's so tempting because I have modded mine for RGB. I've tried to get it to work. It's a really picky console for that stuff. I've spent 200 bucks. I still can't get the fucking thing working, and I still can't output it to high def. So for me, it can be a godsend for some of the stuff I'm doing. But then again, it's it's dependent purely on how good the emulation is. So mm -hmm. even for me, the jury's still out. And at 300 bucks, that's not too bad. If you want a Turbo Duo which is or a PC Engine Duo, which is kind of the Turbo Graphics with the CD format in there, you're dropping three, 400 bucks already. So that makes it a little bit easier for me. Like that would be my first step is just to get the, the main retro blocks this is probably what I'll do with the Kickstarter, depending on the price, get the main retro blocks with the PC engine CD module and basically use it as an HDMI out PC engine CD player. But again, I have a project for that. Um, for a lot of people, I don't know. I don't know where this lies. It has the potential to be awesome. The other exception would be like, if they ever do do like 3do or Jaguar, a Jaguar CD is a super rare CD player. It's going to cost you at least five to $700 for the console itself, and you have to have a working Jaguar, and uh, then there's a good chance the thing will stop working with it use it's pretty finally. much a collector's only Fi thing finally a way to play all my hot jaguar cd games <laughs> all 12 of them just, all they 12 just of them pile it up. i look at the pile of them every day and i say to myself god when when will someone let me play these jaguar cd games oh and trees you don't even <laughs> yes. you don't even know the half of it are you ready for this jaguar cd version of primal rage 200 what? bucks 200 Get out bucks here. Right? Finally, I can play my fourth copy of Dragon's yeah. Land. Holy shit. <laughs> yes, that's another one. Yes. Thank so, you. 
There's there's very few uh, console exclusives, and I don't know if you've ever played uh, Highlander on the Jaguar CD, but you're not missing much. You <laughs> Don't tell me next if you tell me I can play my 32X games on oh, here. Oh, 32X. I oh, think shit. they can do it. But, yeah, <laughs> I can't speak to it. Fine. So, um, so, anyway, I think it's cool. It could be – if it does what it claims, and I, it's got the guts and the components. So, it's got the workings to do what it claims. Um, you, I, you, you, you get back to us and you yeah. let us know all this. Yeah. I think there's going to be a price game that you got. So, yeah. God. But – Anyway, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, the second question: uh, What games, oh. one one indie and one regular release, are you guys looking forward to most in this uh, year that are a little under the radar? For me, it's Lego City Undercover on the Switch, and Finding Paris Paradise. Finding Paradise. I'm not too familiar with that. Anyway, my wife and I played the crap out of Lego City on the Wii U, and co-op just seals the deal for us, sinking another thirty plus hours in together. Oh. For Finding Paradise, I just love the story of To the Moon, and I'm excited to jump back into that universe. Anyway, keep up the awesome show. So glad you decided to start the show. Love it. All right. So we'll start with the guests first. Jesus, what are your um, your one indie and your one regular release you're looking forward to going into this year? <laughs> that you one think is under the radar. Yeah, and if you don't have one, that's cool, but... Do you have anything under that's the under radar, the radar? Yeah, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I don't play many indie games, especially because I'm mostly console game, right? So I don't play a ton of indie games, even though the Xbox does support the mm-hmm. indie developers quite a bit. Um, but I'm looking to a lot of regular games this year, man. I'm looking to see if Thieves, that game looks interesting. I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to the bigger titles like Mass Effect. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> next week, you know, that's a given. Is that next week? The, Holy shit. Oh, next week? Yeah, is it next yeah. next week, Probably right? close to it, yeah. Oh. I'm looking it up, nope. but yeah. <laughs> no time. No time, man. Yeah. More time. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda, the 21st. Uh, when we're recording this, it's the 12th. It is next week, yeah. Yeah. And then you get it five days early with uh, that EA Access stuff, so... Yeah, but you can only play, like, two-story missions and then get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I hate when they do that, man. I hate how they limit you to fucking two-story missions. You're like, God, man, I want to play more. Um, Yeah, to me, it shows, like, a... To to me, it shows a lack of, you know, faith, and there's no reason to believe that's not... It's not going to be a solid game, but... I would say Sea of Thieves is a little bit under the radar. I don't think people are giving that the credit that uh, I think it deserves. And for you, I like to have on because you're more of a social gamer. You tend to play online yeah. co-op games more than yeah. I would say me and Trees probably do. And so Sea of Thieves, uh, that game lives and dies, in my opinion, by whether or not you play online. Yes. Is that so, the real game? Yes. The real pirate game. Be a pirate, yeah. See, the, that's, that's, that's the problem with online games is that it's either you're all in or you don't go in at all. Because, I mean, for example, Ghost Recon Wildlands, if you're not in it right now when it's, like, first month of release, good luck trying to play that game with anybody mm. in the future. Oh, and good co-op. Luck. Yeah, co-op and yeah. in it. Because you got to level up, right? Is there leveling and everything like that? Yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty sure there's just, like, gun unlocks and stuff like that. But I'm, I know there has to be some kind of gear or something that you unlock with it. But... You know, if you didn't buy this game at launch, good luck trying to get someone to co-op that with you. Because nobody's going to want to go back and do the same fucking first fucking 20 missions with you. No one's going to want to do that. Jesus, uh, I'm, level, I'm level one. You want to jump into some siege? You want to fucking help me level <laughs> up on some siege? <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
know what I mean? Like, like you gotta, you gotta be with the, with the people. You gotta, you gotta jump in there early. And as Sea of Thieves being a pirate game and how you can have your own ship and all this stuff that they're claiming, I just don't know how well that's gonna work when with co-op. You know, like Jesus, that means you can be like, oh, you want to come in? All right, you you get to stand on the deck and just tell us if anything cool happens on the ship while we go off and do the mission. <laughs> Stay the fuck here. We'll le- we'll let you yeah. come in the next time. <laughs> Get up, get up in the crow's nest. Just sit up there. Go up there and point that stuff. Move Here. the camera around and let us know yeah. what you see. Here's, you a, here's an know, OP gun. Wanna, yeah. You don't want to be that guy all the time. You're like, oh, I'm just the guy that sits up here in the crow's nest and just points that stuff. You should have been there day one then. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think Sea of Thieves is a, is a good one. Uh, Trees, you got any under-the-radar games that you're looking forward to? Uh, under-the-radar, I don't think so. Okay. You know When's the new Last of Us come out? Last of Us Two is that this uh, year? Or next? No, Probably I think that's slated after. for 2020. Um, and yeah. 16 people at Naughty Dog will quit before, uh, and then they'll hire on more people before. In fact, <laughs> yeah, Amy Hennig's probably writing that fucking game right now. <laughs> see, the problem is I'm not looking ahead too much because I, I'm playing Horizon now. Mm-hmm. I got Breath of the Wild like shrink wrapped for mm-hmm. when I finish Horizon. Mass Effect, you know, I'm a big Mass Effect. It's like I'm not even thinking. After that. I'm like, that, that's going to last me to like, I got Final Fantasy 15 in shrink wrap because I'm waiting for all the updates before I yeah. open that thing. Yeah, I'm waiting so for I'm, Chapter I'm, 13 to get fixed as well. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, indie games, I'm waiting for that little, is it called Little Nightmares? What's that creepy little shit with that little little kid running around with a bucket on his head? What's that? Yeah, Have yeah. What that? is uh, what is that it's game called? Little Nightmares, ain't little it? It's nightmares, the creepiest yeah. thing I've ever seen. I'm waiting for that. Whatever that is, look that shit up. <laughs> I'm trying to see That's if it's deep. got a release date yet. Uh, Little Nightmares, let's see here. Uh, April 28th. There you hmm. go. I'm going to play that. That shit looks... That's definitely under the radar. The yeah. look that game is like creepy as shit. You know? Confront like, oh. all of your childhood fears. Sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks pretty cool. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the yeah, screenshots right now. It does. It lo- does look cool, but it's like, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It's like this little creepy, I don't know, little little thing with a bucket on its head running around. It's like, <laughs> yeah. goes into a kitchen and there's like a chef in there grinding meat. <laughs> I don't know. It's creepy as shit, though, when you see it in motion. It looks. It almost looks like stop animation or like little puppets or something. I was yes. going to say, it's unsettling to say the least. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'll play that. There you go. There's, I'd say that, that qualifies. That oh, I'd say indie that. Game? I'd say that qualifies hardcore. So, and for me, uh, my under the radar game actually just came out. It's on its way to me right now, which to me I think is under the radar. Although a lot of people are talking about it, is um, uh, near Automata. Uh, that's kind of the biggest triple uh, A game that I'm waiting for. That I think is under the radar because uh, I don't think a lot of people played near, and I don't think a lot of people are gonna play near before going into Automata. You definitely don't have to. But this is platinum, given their spin to it. So it's the bat shittery of near. Mixed with, like, Bayonetta. Um, mm. Now, for my indie game, I'm tempted to say Cuphead, but I still don't I still don't know if I'm going to like that game. So, <laughs> instead, I'm going to go with a game I, I've played and I know I'll like, which is, um, it's coming out by Pixel Titans as the developer, but Devolver is how I know about it. They're the publisher. It's called Strafe. It's coming to uh, PC, but I think it's coming to PS4 as well. It is a first-person shooter, but it's from like it's like 96 first person shooter so it's it's stylized 
like it's a Duke Nukem game pretty much or something crazy like that. So mm -hmm. um, if you've not seen it, it also has uh, full motion cutscenes, I think, and various other things. But it is a it is a pixely bloodbath of a fucking game. Um, some people have likened it to Brutal Doom. If you've ever if you've ever seen the Brutal Doom mod, and I have been following this game officially on Steam since its Steam page went up, which was at E3 last year. So, um, mm. looks fun. So that that's actually coming out at the end of this month. So all my stuff is coming to roost very quick. Um, there you go. <clears throat> I yeah. was uh, that letter is funny that uh, Lego City Undercover. Mm -hmm. My my nine year old my stepdaughter plays mm -hmm. that shit still. Like <laughs> that game is insane. She's been playing that for. I beat the story for her. Like I beat the story, mm -hmm. and she's been still playing it since the Wii U launched. Because so, I bought that as a launch, like close to launch. So how long is I don't know. Either way, it that shit's still like seventy six percent complete. Right. Like she just plays it, and when she plays it, I can't. I can't watch her. I can't take it. She drives a car around. That's all she wants to do. But she obeys the traffic laws. So she just drives around. She fucking stops for people crossing the street. And then when she wants to go somewhere, she has to find a parking space and park the fuck. I'm just like, just go. That's it's awesome. Legos. I just smash through whatever. It's Legos. That game's great, but the loading times on the Wii U are like unbearable. So I hope for the Switch version, they fix. Because that's also coming to Xbox One and the. the and console, PC so. with a oh man, I am very much looking forward to um, to the PC version on an SSD and seeing if the load times are like really quick. So did you ever play it on the Wii U? I never Have did. You checked it out on the Wii. U? No, yes, I remember fuck. you speaking very highly of it. it yeah, it's it's an awesome game once once the loading screens are over. If you wait like two minutes, it's like I'm not even kidding. It's like two minutes, like for a loading to watch a loading bar. I was playing cop music. You're like, oh my god, this is like I'm playing with real Legos. Waiting right. for uh, I'm I'm building houses with well, real Legos. Yeah, that's the, the key. You gotta up. yeah, you gotta build the real thing. Um, that's, that's, that's that game's that fun works. though. That game's pretty cool though. Sweet, sweet. Well, thank you very much. Let's see here. I thought we had here. We go. Um, we have one other one from Clue Drew. He says, GHX. I am a hypocrite. Uh, I oh should boy. confess I am a hypocrite because I'm going to get the new Legend of Zelda game. Not right away, but almost certainly I eventually will. And they say 10 out of 10 best Zelda game ever. But I would have probably been sold on anything but, quote unquote, a mockery of, be of a beloved series. I could try and justify the difference with things like release rate and the type of gameplay, which is more content driven slash puzzle discovery game. In fact, I suppose I am. I hope it's different, but either I felt the need to come clean about it. Yours in Redemption, Kludrew. I think Kludrew was talking some shit, uh, is what I recall from back in the day but about the, the Zelda game. But either way, you know what, man? It's cool. Buy what you want there's to, play what you want to. There's always one. There's so. always a hater. All right, so let's move on to the next part of the show. So this show is going to be a little long since uh, that took 26 minutes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> So here we go to the second part of the show. Second part of the show is the topics. We each bring a topic to the table, uh, whether it be a game, something you want to chit-chat, or just your moment to... Uh, fuck, you want to you wanna launch your stand-up comedy career right here? Go right ahead. Um, you got 10 minutes. Ooh. Hopefully we'll start a discussion. <laughs> Trees is going to start stand-up here. Uh oh and after 10 hello, hello? <laughs> don't forget to tip your waitress uh so and after 10 minutes you will hear this lovely noise
And as we get closer... That's your topic, drowning. Um, so... <laughs> When, when you get to 10 minutes, you can just say, I want to go five more. You get five more solid minutes, and then you're good to go. So that's how we keep it limited. Um, and as always, we let the guests go first. So Jesus, haven't heard from you too, too much. So let's okay. get to your topic. What would you like to talk about? Uh, I just want to talk about real quick about all the fucking consoles coming out recently. And just how much people get hung up on power and specs and all that shit. Teraflops. It's ridiculous. Yeah, teraflops. Come on. It's like, (laughs) what happened to video games being fun because of the gameplay? What happened to that stuff? I mean, uh, quite often we always hear people get hung up on the graphics, on how much this or that, how much fucking frame rates and all this stuff that happens on a video game. Look at fucking video games these days and, and a lot of them release unfinished. That that gets me mad too, but just stop with all the P stuff, man, with all the 4K stuff and all that <laughs> shit, HDR. It's annoying to me, it is, because people get too hung up too hung up on it, man. It's just enjoy games for fucking games. I mean, don't stop getting hung up on all the graphic stuff. <laughs> you want to know what happened? The internet happened. That's what happened. <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> fucking digital foundry makes fucking money off of just counting pixels on shit. Yeah. I grew up in the I grew up game in the seventies and eighties and shit was fine. No one <laughs> don't criticized anything. We just had fun playing our games. So I blame yeah. the internet. Well, I, and again, I and I and somebody will probably rightfully say this could double up as a just stop at the end. But I think this is a good point to bring up. You bring up a great point. So Jesus, if you don't mind me asking you, uh, mm-hmm. what kind of setup do you play on? Do you play on a, on an HD TV? Yeah, I, I play on HD TV. I don't have any fancy 4K TV at the moment. I, That's fair. I, I want to get one, but you know why I want to get one? Why? Because a fucking new Xbox is coming out, and it's fucking 4K Xbox. So that's the reason I want one. And, and it's and I shouldn't be thinking like that. I should just be thinking, look, the new Xbox is coming out. Get the new Xbox, and then maybe buy the TV later. I don't know. But it's like. But you got your eyes on the Scorpio right now. Yeah, I got my eyes on the Scorpio, but everything I see about the Scorpio, everybody's talking about the 4K, the 4K, the 4K, (laughs) the most powerful system. You need a 4K TV to enjoy this system. And I was like, well, why the fuck should I buy that system then? (laughs) Well, and and again, real quick, and then I want Trees to chime in. Uh, I that's partially Microsoft's fault because uh, uh, Phil Spencer said flat out, in order to reap the benefits, you have to have a 4K TV. He has since backpedaled on that and said, oh, actually. We're gonna let it use its stuff to, uh, to 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 enhance 1080p and basically use that extra power to try to run games better. And the reason he's done that is because he saw what happened when PlayStation decided to make it just 4K, and now everyone's <laughs> waiting for boost mode, yeah. which just hit this week, and it, it's okay. It does cool stuff, but anyway, no, no one can no one can figure out how to get 4K games on their PlayStation Pro because <laughs> every time I listen to it, nobody can figure out how to get the fucking thing to work. It's either so, frame so, rates are messed up or it's like, they're just like, I ah, just put an HDR instead. That looks better anyways. Well, I, I hate to I hate to be a dick, but I as somebody who has the 4K HDR setup uh, with surround sound, 7.1, Dolby Atmos, I'm blowing out the walls. I will oh, say yeah. that a lot more mm-hmm. people, uh, I, I feel like there's way too many people talking about what 4K does than actual 4K owners. So, uh, again, I think, and nobody's surprised to hear this, I think there is a strong difference between what people actually own and what internet forum boards would have you believe. Um, But, yeah. 
so trees, what do you what do you game on? Um, I have a regular HDTV, and uh, I have an Xbox One and a PlayStation Four and a Wii U, and uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. No surround sound, no nothing. Just that's a TV fair. stuck on the wall. It's good enough. I sit in front of it. <clears throat> I look at it. I play my games. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking surround sound headphones. No 4K. No nothing. I mean, I'm a video and audio file as well, but I do tell people, you know, 5.1 surround sound headphones are cheaper than they've ever been. I think the Cloud X, which does it, is like 70 bucks, and it's nope, it's what I em. use. It's amazing. Well, if you I, want it, if you I want use it. these cheap ass I use these cheap ass Logitech headphones I'm wearing right now to play some Resident Evil Seven, so and I didn't wake the shit. family. And I will no skid the shit out of yeah. I'm gonna shit my pants. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that kind of realism. Sorry, I, I said just, it's <laughs> the shit, as in like it. It works just oh. fine. Yeah. Oh, so I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, but well, it, and it's also a money thing, right? Like. I'm only I'm only oh. talking shit because I, I don't have the money for us. <laughs> you know what though? So so let me let me say from the side that did have the money for I I sank a lot of money into it. And Jesus, here's what you got to keep in mind. Um, you know, yeah. and and I know that Sean, who is uh, near and dear, former co-host to the Horrible Gamers podcast. You know, he he and I are kind of in the same boat because we bought the same TV. But um, you do chase that dragon, and for very diminishing returns. Uh, so you'll pay upwards of you know depending on how crazy you get you'll pay about a thousand dollars for a decent 4k tv you'll pay more like two thousand if you go with like one of those oleds or the samsung's or something and if you don't do that you'll tend to potentially have compatibility issues um but on top of that yeah you're you're kind of causing your own fault and the reason i say that is the the xbox one s looked just fine on a 1080p tv then i put it on a 4k tv and it looks a little blurry games look a little blurry now but that's okay i go over to my two thousand dollar gaming rig and i boot it up on there in 4k and it looks good but it's in 30 frames a second i want 60 frames a second so maybe i'm gonna have <laughs> to buy a new 800 dollars 1080 uh, ti you know and the same thing with the playstation 4 pro actually what i love about the playstation 4 pro and and later on the scorpio will do the same is the PlayStation 4 Pro does a pretty damn good enough job at fudging what my two thousand or well my fifteen hundred dollar rig does at four hundred bucks, and I think that makes wow. PC enthusiasts go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so don't be so quick to chase that dragon um, because it is a money sink, and I almost think when you go to 4K, you create it, it, it is gorgeous and it looks amazing, but you do kind of create that problem yourself. Like 1080p looks fine to you until you get 4K, but if you never got 4K, you know it's like I, I yeah. my friends who have used heroin and there's not many of them have told me that the a world <laughs> post heroin is amazing, and maybe it is. But now that they've chased literally chased the dragon, they mm. can't really go back, and it's destroyed their fucking lives. And one is dead. I don't know what heroin's like. I'll never know what heroin's like because I've decided that maybe I'm just good enough in a world where I don't know what heroin is like. And cheese fried widow. Yeah, not to go Wait, too no. heavy, but but I there's something to be said for if 1080p's working for you, like maybe you don't need to know what the other side's yeah. like yet. Um, I mean, I would love a 4K TV. I just I don't need one. You know, all my TVs are. Nice big HD TVs right now, and there's nothing wrong with them. So, but I mean, when it's time to upgrade my TV, you know, obviously it will be 
Yeah, you'll definitely have to go 4K. Well, we're a few years out. That's the other thing is the manufacturers for TVs don't have a universal thing. HDMI ports are right now at, it was 2.0, then it's 2.0A. Soon it's going to be 2.1. Like, that stuff needs to even out, right? Because if you buy an HDTV right now, you don't have to care whether it does 720p or 1080p. We used to have to worry about that early on. Now we don't. And so Mm -hmm. we need to get there with 4K as well, I think, but... Um, I don't know, Jesus. So, uh, but I mean, are you, you said you're still looking for the Scorpio? So, if even if you go 1080p, you're just looking for the Scorpio for what? Like, what is your what is your interest there? My interest in the Scorpio is is I don't know, just a better system than the Xbox One. I mean, it you know, but at the same time, it's like they keep telling all this power, but it's going to be limited by the Xbox One. I feel like I talked this about I talked about this on the show last night on, on my show, mm-hmm. and and it was like. You know, they, they have a new system coming out, but they're not calling it a new system. It's not a new generation. To them, it's like an addition to the current generation, and games are going to have to work on the Xbox One original, and then they're going to have to work on the Scorpio. So at what point is it going to be a new system? Like, you know, what Good what question. game is going to come out on it that's going to make you want to buy it? Because, like, I mean, if you already have an Xbox One and you don't need it, right. <laughs> why, why buy right. it? Now, are you a are you an Xbox only guy? Yeah, I, I game mostly on Xbox, but I you know I do game on PlayStation Four exclusives and other systems, you know, exclusives. But right. I'm an Xbox person, I would say. No, no PlayStation Pro though, or no, no PlayStation Pro. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but it's the same thing for the the PlayStation Pro. I mean, why would you want a PlayStation Pro when you have a PS4 already? If you don't have a 4K TV. Right, right. right. I think the big one, and it's what you were talking about, and it's up to you whether you see it or not. So you've played, as an Xbox One owner, as a fan, um, you must have Gears 4, right? No, actually, I don't have Gears 4. Okay, my bad. (laughs) Have you played Gears 4? I have not played Gears 4. Okay. I I actually played a little bit of it, but I I don't own it, so I don't play it often. Gears 4 is my favorite uh, explanation as to why you might upgrade or not. Um, Gears 4 runs uh, on the Xbox One it runs at 30 frames a second in single player and 60 frames a second in multiplayer Mm. if you've ever booted up Gears and played a level in single player and then jumped over and played multiplayer and you don't see the additional smoothness and how that navigates and you don't look for it like you gotta if you naturally don't see it good for you fuck it you don't need this you don't need it (laughs) Because that's yeah. really what's going on. Basically, people thought that 1080p 60 was going to be totally achievable by, by the Xbox One and the PS4. And for the most part, it's not. Most games are 30 frames a second. So these new hardware things from a 1080p perspective basically attempt to give you, you know, 60 frames a second at 1080p. If you don't care about that, though, then who cares? Um, now, he, what, yeah. What's the deal with the Xbox One S? Okay. Is that some small powerful? Is everybody cool moving? We'll go five more seconds or five more minutes. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's so he's asking about the Xbox One S. Uh, Jesus, do you know this answer? You want to address what that yeah, does? Yeah, it, it basically it, it upscales to 4K on certain games, and it gives certain games HDR, right? Um, it can and lets yeah. you play 4K movies and and stuff like that. Um, that's basically it. Really? Besides it's, that, it doesn't do nothing new. Yeah, there, there's a misnomer that it's more powerful. It does have some slightly better architecture and slightly more power, but Microsoft doesn't want to tout it. One game, I think it was Halo 5, runs eight frames a second faster, which is a significant <laughs> upgrade. 
but like Jesus said at the beginning of this, Digital Foundry found it, mentioned it, or somebody else did, and everyone lost their shit. And fifteen percent more power. Holy shit! You know, and and it's great going on on forums now because they're like, I I literally see this. I have harnessed the power of the Xbox One. Shit. On my high sense four hundred dollar, you know, four K TV, and somehow I'm not reaping the benefits. And it's like motherfucker. <laughs> it's an Xbox One. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just an Xbox One. It's slimmer. I, I do like the S. It is slimmer. Um, it's nice. And I'll be the first to tell you, just in case, and somebody's gonna take me to task on this. I have bought four movies in eight in four K HDR. And watch them. And I think they are strong competitors for like great movies to have that in. One, whether you like it or not, was Ghostbusters 2016. Whether you like the movie or not, the special effects are worth checking out in 4K. I grabbed John Wick. I grabbed the original Independence Day. And I grabbed Pacific Rim. And I okay. had a whole fucking room of people. And I booted it up on the 4K and then the Blu-ray. And we bounced back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for like an hour just can't really tell the difference 4k hdr to blu-ray oh, you can see it it's so damn subtle though so damn subtle um mm. and it was uh, actually jesus there are hilarious conversations i've got uh where me and sean are playing hours of gears just trying to tell if we see the hdr is is it there <laughs> is it there we can't is it there i don't uh, mm. you put it on the pc and it upscales it to or and it doesn't upscale it it flat out renders it at 4k oh we fucking saw the difference there like you can see the higher resolution but hdr you're like ah mm. maybe mm. and then sean said something he said there's a way you can run it so that it shows you half a screen where you see it with and without and i said oh well side oh, by side <laughs> Yeah. If I if you have to go side by side, then it doesn't count. Like you gotta, and yeah. to be fair, the PlayStation Four Pro has, and and Xbox has a couple of games. Forza Horizon Three is a much better example of how HDR enhances stuff. And Uncharted and Horizon Zero Dawn look amazing in 4K HDR, so you can totally see it. But I I think people are overselling. Like it definitely yeah. look makes things look better. But it's one of those things where you're not going to turn it on and all of a sudden. You know, you guys remember the '80s Maxell commercials? You're not going to get blown back on your couch by all the colors just leaping out and pimp slapping you in the face. Like it's not going to quite be that. Um, it's definitely yeah. enhanced, but it's not the end all be all of human existence. I don't know. But yeah, the S the S is an Xbox One that has a couple of capabilities that the uh that the the non S did. But the second you get an S outside of four K Blu-rays and use it on a four K TV, you suddenly realize oh it's not that strong. Uh, it's okay. I'm not dogging on it. It's just uh, Microsoft was smart to not market it that way because they knew yeah. that it's not People would be like, What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's not what the Scorpio <laughs> is, and it's funny because the internet took it and ran with it, but and this will be part of my conversation, but it's because people wanted to justify their purchase. And yeah. I, you tell me, Jesus, I feel like a lot of people went out and bought an S that didn't need to. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people did, man. You know, you tell people, what are you gaming on? They'll usually tell you, oh, the Xbox One S. You know, it's because people just went out and bought this thing because they thought it looked cool, because it was a little bit smaller. They didn't really need it. Mm -hmm. They thought it would be a little bit faster, but it really... 
isn't. I just, I don't know. I will give it credit, though. The Horrible Gamers have put up some awesome posts of, like, the exclusive consoles, like those special, like, Gears 4 consoles yeah. and stuff like that. Those are cool, but those are their own thing. I mean, Trees and I have a long-sorted history with custom consoles. Oh, boy. <laughs> don't ask Trees about his Dreamcast days. <laughs> Right? Was it? Was it? Didn't you go crazy on the Dreamcast consoles trees, or was it a different one? No, I mean, I, <laughs> I had a few different Dreamcasts. Okay, yeah, okay. a few different ones, huh? <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, That's all you, you know, it was de- they came out with a lot of different color Dreamcast Japanese uh, <laughs> ones. Oh, you wow. know, so and I'm not going to line up my rainbow cascade of N64s for you. We'll just leave those. <laughs> we'll leave those sit. But, uh, oh, but yeah, so. Um, all right, well, uh, and we're there. So, uh, any final words before your uh, before your topic drowns into obscurity? No, just buy what you need. Don't buy what you think you need. You know. I yep, completely agree. <laughs> and there it goes. Um, all right, trees. You want me to go next? You want to go next? How, how you? How feisty are you feeling? Um. I don't know. My subject isn't even. Mine's more of a conversation I had about what could be Sweet. in the future. Let's do it. Shoot. So, because uh, uh, Jesus, I gave this tip on the last show we did, and that mm. is uh, playing Resident Evil Seven with a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> not the best parenting move. <laughs> Just for any future reference, yeah. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, but I, I was like, oh, my God. And the reason I did that, by the way, was because she just wouldn't leave the room. I have my gaming living room, and I have very limited time. Especially with the baby, I have very limited time to play. So I was like, I'm playing Resident Evil 7, and she wouldn't leave the room. And I said, all right, well, this might mess you up for the rest of your life, but I got I to gotta do what I got to do. <laughs> you know, this might give you some nervous ticks down the line but listen <laughs> i gotta play some games and i only have like an hour to do it yeah but i was watching uh having this conversation with my buddy about the new tvs i was watching all these youtube tv uh youtube clips of the new tvs are showing off mm-hmm. and uh is it samsung what's the one where you can peel it off the wall oh it's um thin. I'm it, either way it yeah whatever it is have you seen that tv Jesus. LG. It's the it's the, the LG one millimeter OLED wallpaper TV. Have you seen that thing? Wallpaper TV? Yeah. It's so, it's so thin. Here, I'll help in you out. Light, Check the chat. Right. So okay. it you you can't even have plugs. Like it doesn't even oh, you can't fit Hold plugs on. on it. So that's how thin it is. So it has like a little umbilical cord that comes down and then it goes into a Here's box. Here's a better one. Wow. There you go. Yeah. And then that has all the plugs in it. And it's so thin and light, it doesn't even have TV brackets. It basically has magnets on the wall, and you just slap it on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it's, it's a it, – I mean, it's a 4K TV, right? It's, yeah. it's not like a cheap thing. I mean, you can't no. roll it up or anything, but it's but you can thin bend enough it. where it's flim- – you can bend it a little bit. It's like your credit so, card, actually. That's probably the yeah, best yeah. analog, yeah. So I was just having this weird daydream of a day where you can have little metal brackets in your wall everywhere, right? And the girl is like in the room, and I can just peel my TV off the wall and walk upstairs <laughs> and slap it on a different wall and continue playing, right? Fantastic. And, and we're laughing, right? But that's a thing that is going to happen. Yes, no, definitely. It's just, it's just Watching this happen. video, yeah, it's going to happen. So my my thought was. You know, our consoles, because wouldn't it be great if 
a console was small enough that you literally could just peel your TV off the wall and put your con- I mean, look at the Switch, right? You put it in your back pocket if you wear baggy pants. So you got to have that- some fucking 90s Jinkos, but okay. Jinkos. <laughs> 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 you know, some true religion jeans. Some you know, pipes, I- some Levi's pipes up in that bitch. <laughs> my, my, my point is, like, I was just, I was entertained the fact that I could literally just move everything in a different room without any hassle, right? Because right now, consoles, right, they, they get bigger, in my opinion. People talk about shit getting smaller, but I don't know about you, but my Xbox One, if, like, someone broke in my house, like, I could kill them with my Xbox One. <laughs> yep, yep. The- I mean, that thing is, like... Well, and, and, and you know what? The PlayStation 4 Pro is the same size as a regular PlayStation 4, but it's dense. Like, it's yeah. it's like a fucking fruitcake. <laughs> like, it's... it's <laughs> There's a lot of bass in it, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm just thinking, like... You know, everything gets better as you go. And, like, that, you know, with the PlayStation Now, which I used for a little bit, and I, it worked fine for my internet connection. Mm-hmm. But you think of a time when shit is streaming, and you basically, your gaming system's a stick, like a Roku stick that you just plug yeah. in. And you, I'm just thinking of a future where you can just peel your TV off the wall, <laughs> roll it up, <laughs> put it in your back pocket, go over your buddy's house, slap it on his wall, <laughs> plug in. I mean... Do you think that's a, a reality? Do, hey, hey, man. Be, right? hey, man. Hey, like, man. Do you have a 4K? Ah, oh, fuck it. Here, I'll bring mine. It's okay. fine. I'll just roll it up and put it in the <laughs> trunk. It's Listen, fine. Listen, they, they have LEDs that you can roll up now, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. The LEDs they have you can roll up like a magazine. I don't know, man. You, We laugh, but you tell me in 10 years' time, oh, yeah. I can't roll up my 4K TV and have my game in my Xbox stick. you know the best thing i imagine and and jesus you you don't know trees so you haven't seen him but just knowing the way trees (laughs) the no the way trees is i could just see you dakota comes downstairs and uh she's like she like just flops down on the couch like she does probably right now and you're playing resident evil and you just pause it and you just give her the the eyes you know you just give her that side glance and then you just keep your eyes on her as you peel the tv off and it's like (laughs) fine i'll go into the other you know like you don't say anything but you're just giving her the stink eye as you pick it up and you move all your shit upstairs (laughs) yeah i mean the only problem is you won't be able to do the cool moves like i did last summer where i i I spiked her tv on the floor (laughs) i won't be able to listen man you got to show these kids who's boss you can't you got to let them know that you're serious man and that you will pull the trigger when i tell you (laughs) you know stop doing what you're doing as i swear i am gonna pull this tv off the wall and throw it out the window and then and right and they do it again, and then you and you don't pull that TV off the wall and throw it out the window. Listen, man, no, that kid will never listen to you again. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. So uh, you know, she listens to me because I, you know, I took a, a flat screen TV off her wall and I spiked it in the garage. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't. Yeah, it was tree, a cheap TV, man. It, it was a cheap but, but, TV. But for trees night, isn't so tree, trees isn't fucking around. Like he'll no. So she knows. I told her not long ago I'd snap her laptop in half, and she listened to me. Yeah, because you totally will. Um. Now listen, it sounds like I'm being harsh, but we're talking about a nine-year-old girl that rolls eyes, sasses her head. Oh, no, you're nipping this <laughs> you know? in the bud before she's 14. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, it. Yeah, that's a stepdaughter, man, so I'm, I'm battling uphill already. I see that. Um, but any, Yeah, but anyways... Uh, I don't know. That that has to be the future, right? It that has that, to that be. is the future. And, and I feel like in the future, 
they just need to fucking stop the competition and make one gaming system because, you know, think about the future in gaming consoles and it's just, it makes more sense to just make one big ass platform to put everything on it. Well, just how- fucking stream it or have like one stick that can stream all the different services. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. What if yep. you have a, a gaming stick and you have the Xbox channel? Oh, no, that, that's, channel. that's totally coming. So here's what I foresee from a realistic standpoint is, first of all, the big breakdown, which I don't know if it's in the future, but it really should be. Steam, at least, if not more platforms, but Steam, Microsoft, uh, sorry, Valve, Microsoft, and Sony got to get together. And Nintendo, maybe, but let's let's be honest. Anyway, um, they got to get together <laughs> and go fuck it. Because I know the technology's there, where you can play on mm-hmm. PC, PS4, and Xbox One, but you just got to do it. And we'll get to this in my topic, but the brand loyalty's there, where Jesus, I f- don't feel a lack of confidence that you won't keep playing on Xbox One. And Trees, for the sake of argument, let's say you're a hardcore PS4 player. You prefer that console. So I feel confident that even if you're given the opportunity to play with Xbox One people, you'll probably still buy your stuff on your preferred platform. And let's say I'm the PC guy. I'll still buy most of my stuff on PC. Just open it up so that we can play with each other so we don't have to deal with this stupid platform shit. Then the second thing I think is, yes, somebody's going to make a box and it won't be Sony, Microsoft, or Valve where (laughs) you just basically, it's a big box you know, probably roughly the size of a router, and it has three HDMI's in, and it's your fucking gaming PC, it's your Xbox One, and it's your PS4. And at this point, we have the apps, right? If they're in rest mode, we can turn on our computers, our consoles, from our cell phones. So you just boot it up, you give it 15 seconds, or let's be realistic, you give it two minutes, you know, let everything kind of boot up. And then you just, wherever you're at, yeah, you just plug in the dongle, preferably with a wired connection at first. Eventually, wireless will come on board. And you do just stream it. And you're just good to go. You know, and I think that's going to happen soon. Somebody's got to make that, though. So there's, there's, I guess that's a question that can go to the the listeners. If you want to email in your, what you want your gaming future to be. Or what you think it's going to look like. Mine is a TV I can put under my arm with a streaming stick and go <laughs> go get some privacy. Like, what if you had magnet brackets? Like, and they're in the wall, right? Right, you you've pre-built them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? So you can't even see them. So, like, like they're bugging me, and the only place in the house I can get some, some peace and quiet is the bathroom, and I can just take my TV and slap it on the bathroom wall and sit <laughs> and lock myself in there. That's amazing. <laughs> that's my that's my gaming future right there. Oh, what are you doing yeah. in there? You know what I'm doing in here. <laughs> just, oh, they, they, oh, they ask that question. You just turn the volume up. You know. <laughs> oh man. There's a chainsaw sound because it's Resident Evil Seven. Uh, <laughs> can't hear you. Flush the toilet. Playing play my game. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, that would be pretty cool, man. To have a TV like that, that, that would. That sounds like a fucking awesome idea. I just, it'll be super expensive <laughs> at first. Well, yeah, that one's, just imagine. That one's like eight. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Do we do we keep going or do you bury it, trees? We'll bury it. But to the listeners out there, mail in your what you want your gaming to be. And there it goes. I also uh, actually I'll bring it up in my topic because this poses a new question I want to hear from the listeners. But uh, all right. 
So we'll jump into mine. So mine, it's weird. We must all be on the same wavelength this week because we didn't discuss what our topics were going to be. But believe it or not, guess what mine's about? I want to talk about fanboys. Let's talk for a minute about <laughs> fanboys. <Okay. laughs> um, and I'll tell you why. And, and uh, Trees, you might have dodged this bullet, but Jesus has definitely dealt with this. And I say this without having heard the most recent two horrible gamers, the one from last night, because uh, we're recording this on a Sunday. They record on Saturday night. Um, and then the one from last week. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. too behind, bro. Uh, but um, cool. so I noticed this when, when talking about Breath of the Wild. I was on the B team talking about Breath of the Wild. And I was like, okay, so... You know, I just want to start off by I love this game, but I want to talk a little bit about the stuff that I think that a lot of press sites are talking about that, you know, that are, are setbacks that may be resistant to some gamers. You know, that's kind of how I started the conversation. And immediately on cue, some guy in the chat was like, you fucking, you don't want Nintendo to succeed. You don't know. <laughs> you don't like uniqueness. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck Horizon Zero Dawn. I know that's where you're going with this. You think it's the best game ever. Fuck Horizon Zero Dawn. And then some other guy in the chat was oh, like, man. and here we go. The Zelda fanboy wanted to get all Horizon Zero Dawn is the greatest game of this generation. Fuck you. And next thing you know, our mm -hmm. chat is gone crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so here's to break it down. So I, I don't have a problem with fanboys, although I did want to give that little scenario because it's, it's, it's happening a lot here. I want to say first and foremost, and we can discuss this, but I, I think fanboys are good for the industry and they've existed since, <laughs> since the fucking Atari hit. You know, there was some kid beating the shit out of some other kid. ColecoVision's the shit. No, Atari 2600 is. I'll beat your ass. Um, <laughs> And everybody remembers from our age group, everybody remembers the good old Super Nintendo Genesis debate that uh, got you a fucking black mm -hmm. eye once or twice. I but think I think that's when the real fanboy oh, yeah. shit yeah. hit the fan. That was, you know. that was because marketers did it, right? They took it and they ran right. with it. And, I, and Like I said, I, I grew up in the Atari age, and there wasn't much out there. So <laughs> right. you, everybody was sort of playing. Everybody's playing the Atari, and everybody, if they could get their hands on ColecoVision, was playing that in television. But it wasn't. It until wasn't until Nintendo don't do it, and then blast processing that we suddenly wanted to beat the fuck out of somebody we yeah. really I mean, respected. You, <laughs> I mean, we had. I had the NES, right? NES came out when I was in junior high, right? Right. And uh, there was also the math. The master system was out. Yeah, but came out at the same time. No one, no one had one. There was like yeah. one kid who had a master system, and you was like, "What is that thing?" I don't even know. And what that nobody is. went over to his house to play. It. Yeah, he's like, "Look, they can't even put pitches on the cats." <laughs> no one's playing. I don't that. care if you have the better version of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, but I, I think you're. Right. I think it was Super Nintendo and Genesis is where it, it, it blew up. Well, and so, know. so my my thing is, is that um, so so I guess my my first question is, so do you guys think? Um, do you think this is a really bad thing? Because I do think it's good that people defend stuff, but I do think it's making people a little over-defensive. Uh, and it definitely bleeds misinformation. So do you think that's just part of the internet? Or do you think that this is really kind of a toxic kind of thing? Hmm. I, I feel like, I don't know, man. You know, because we and the Horrible Gamers... At points, we've been accused of being fanboys of certain platforms or certain things. And blah, I'm going to get to but, that in a minute, know, but yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah, but at the same time, we, I don't know, at the end of the day, we, we just fucking love video games, right? I That's what I like. I, I don't give a fuck if you play on 
PlayStation. I don't care if you only want to be a fucking Switcher. I don't care if you want to play on <laughs> whoa, PC whoa, whoa. Master Race means, all day. He means Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Uh, just so you know, there is a. It, you know, if that's your lifestyle, if you want to be a Switcher, that's fine too. But uh, you know, um, you know, just just letting everybody know, we love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, whatever you want to do in, in in your gaming fucking, if you enjoy the game that you're playing, just fucking enjoy whatever platform it's on. Don't get too hung up on, on the Xbox One version is better, the PlayStation is better, the fucking, the infrastructure on the Xbox is better, all this shit. It all, at the end of the day, boils down to what you prefer to game on and where your friends are at. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell people. If you're out to buy a platform, Buy a platform that your friends have. If you, your friends game on PC, fucking build a PC. If your game, if your friends game on the PlayStation, go and buy a PlayStation. And if they game on the Xbox, then buy the Xbox because that's who you game with. That's your friends, your your gaming buddies. And I'll maybe even take that a step further. Like for me, the reason I buy most of my stuff on PC is I don't game online with many people, so I don't fucking care who's online. Which is counter yeah. to you, but that's fine. Like. It, both are the argument works either way, and so I just go where I think games are cheaper most of the time because obviously that's a large part of it too. Games are typically mm-hmm. cheaper on PC because sales are more prominent and there are a lot more nefarious ways to get your hands on codes. So I go to PC, but like you said, the the, the point applies whether you're a social gamer or not. Um, Trees, what's your take on on fanboys as as a general rule? Um. For me, my personal opinion is, is fanboys just came from uh, whatever console their parents bought them at the time. <laughs> That's fair. Right? Yeah, like yeah, back right. in the day, when you're a kid and it's like, what do you want? You get a Super Nintendo. Well, that's the only thing you got. You don't have a job. You're a Super <laughs> Nintendo guy. Die hard. <laughs> right? Now yeah, because it's a... It's true. And it's the kid down the street, he, he got uh, Genesis for Christmas. Well, he's a, he's a Sega fanboy. Now... Because it's a Just deeper like conversation. Jesus, yeah, exactly. Like, like Jesus said, like, it's like, if you're a fan of video games, you have all the video games. Right. You have, right. You have them all. So you can play what, everything. I've always had every single system, every platform. Right. Because right. there's always something. I don't care if it was the Wii. There was stuff on the Wii to play if you were oh, a playing. gamer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've always noticed it's just what uh, people could afford. And they picked well, and, one console, yeah. and, and, I and think, that's what they have. And I think that's still true today because you can t- hear it every time they're like, "Don't you fucking talk about Horizon!" But somewhere yeah. deep inside, <laughs> that kid is like, "Look, oh, man, I, I fucking I, all I got is a Wii U, and and rent's tough to get, you know. And my girlfriend just left me, and she took my fucking mattress, and I gotta buy a mattress, and I just can't buy a PlayStation right now. And I I, <laughs> I gambled on the Switch, and it looked fucking cool. And Zelda's all I got for two months, motherfucker. You know, again, there's a deep seated conversation <laughs> if, if, going on. <laughs> if you were a PlayStation Three guy, and that's all you played. And, and at the time, Mass Effect came out, and you were like, that sucks. Mass Effect sucks. You're not a gamer. Right. You're just a bitter dude that can't play Mass Effect right now. <laughs> Until yeah. Mass Effect came out on the PS3, was like, this is great. But it's like, you know, it's like a sports analogy. It's like, if you like the Red Sox, and all you like is the Red Sox, and every team sucks, <laughs> and every player sucks, you're, not, you're a Red Sox fan, but you're not a sports fan. You know what I mean? What? The same thing with gaming. If you're a gaming fan, you like all games, man. Yeah, and, and that's again, my opinion. Though. Well, no, and again, it goes, and, and I think it, it does come down to gaming is an expensive hobby. 
And I don't care what people say. It is one expensive and it's two. It's a fucking hobby. You don't need to game. Nothing's going to happen to you if your video games go away tomorrow. But for a lot of us, it's a lifestyle that we've grown up with and now live in as adults. Or maybe you're 12. Hopefully you're not listening to this show because of our (laughs) language. But, you know, maybe you are. Maybe you're 12 and this is it. This is your thing. Well, then it's going to be that way. But I don't care who you are. You have to make sacrifices. At some point you go, okay. I can't buy this right now. And that's part of gaming. And you're going to feel like you're left out because inevitably some asshole, some asshole you know, some asshole you respect, or at least you used to respect, is going to come out and be like, dude, best game ever. And you're like, mother <laughs> fucker. And the reason why is it's because um, at the end of the day, it, it's financially tied. So, right, it's a, it's, a, it's a hotter debate because it's financially tied. And nobody likes diminish, or nobody likes that feeling of, not diminishing returns, but of, uh, you know, like you bought something and then you either made the wrong choice or you didn't make the best choice. We don't like feeling that way, but the irony is with video games, that's all you're doing all day yeah. long. Every time you buy anything, you are making a choice where somebody's going to make you feel like you didn't make the right choice or you didn't make the best choice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, Horrible Gamers was the first time I saw this where people were like, there were there were some commenters, and I don't mean to put any of your commenters on blast, and I don't remember who it is mm-hmm. specifically, but I remember talking to him, and he was like, man, like everybody's all about the PC version or the PS4 version, and like I feel like Xbox One's getting left in the dirt. And that's not completely true. I think Xbox One is, especially from the industry, being very well supported. But you can understand why they feel that way because the PlayStation 4 has outsold it like two to one. So the chatter on the internet is definitely more about the PlayStation. But the problem is, and I try to say this, like don't let people make you feel bad about your purchase because... And hold on, I'm I'm gonna stretch this five more minutes real quick. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, don't make people feel bad about your purchase because at the end of the day, like you were fine till you listened to somebody else. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, don't let those insecurities creep up on you because whether it was a financial decision or not, or or like you, Jesus, like you can clearly afford mul- multiple consoles. You have multiple consoles. Actually, trees, you do too, and I'm in the same boat. And, uh, you know, you become a little more immune to it when you have everything. Because, like, I bought Titanfall 2 on the Xbox One. And people are like, the lowest resolution version? I'm like, man, go fuck yourself. Like, I know (laughs) what version I want to play Titanfall on. I might have bought all three versions. But I know what version I wanted to be on. You have Titanfall 2 on Xbox One? Why haven't we uh, played it? Because I I haven't gotten online in a little while with that. But, uh, (laughs) but yeah. Well, and, and the sad reality is sometimes you have... More trouble than others because I own Battlefront, Titanfall One, and Titanfall Two on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And before people ask why I haven't gotten rid of them, I bought digital copies of all of these, so I'm just a complete idiot. Mm. But um, yeah. I, I I definitely go through phases with all my consoles. I mean, I have um, like my Xbox One. I haven't used it in a while. The majority of my gaming has been on um, PS4, mm-hmm. and um, but that doesn't mean I'm like Xbox sucks. You know what I mean? Like right now, my Xbox One is a prominence poker machine. Like that's what that, that game's a shit. <laughs> with, you played it. But that's all I play on my Xbox One, and I play uh, cool. And I mostly just play um, my PS4. But I know that will switch. Like the minute something my oh oh fanboy. Yeah, I see what you did there. No, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm but kidding. like you know, when I had Titanfall <laughs> two, you know that's all I played. And I didn't play my PS4 for a few months but mm-hmm. um, you know 
but in no way am I like <clears throat> this one sucks, this one sucks. It's like man, I just I have them all, you know. My options are there, whatever I want, you know. What I've won- and you know, uh, yeah, uh, as much as as much as we, <laughs> you know, we 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 like to have different consoles and stuff but you know the nintendo the switch just came out right yeah. i don't own it but i really want one right uh right. and the thing is you know like I, I see so many people hating on it and at the same time you know i kind of you know fed the flame a little bit i was like yeah you know what this launch lineup isn't that great because the truth is it isn't no it isn't great the, the fucking switch lineup for launch is shit we all know this but does that mean a year down the road when they have a bunch more games out, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a system that's worth it? Hell no, that system will probably be well worth it, and you're going to have tons of fun with that system. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you get to play all the Nintendo exclusives, man. That's the thing. Exclusives are a, a thing that are sucks. It sucks because not everybody gets to play them, but at the same time, they sell the systems, and if you're just a fan of fucking games, you're going to fucking want to play all the exclusives on every system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and and for better or worse, I don't know if this did any actual damage, but this was an, an inevitability. My daughter doesn't know that I'm like she she's five, she's five and a half, so she comprehends that like I put Yoshi's Woolly World in the Wii U, and I put Disney Infinity in the Xbox One, and I put oh, what's the game she plays on PS4? Oh, Battlefront. My daughter loves playing Battlefront. Uh, anyway, she's no good at it, but she loves, she calls it the robot game, and she just loves okay. getting out there on the snow plains of Hoth and getting her ass blown off. Um, but she comprehends I put them in different systems, and she knows that, but when left to her own devices, she doesn't know what's what. And so my, my mother-in-law was home with her grandma, and she went downstairs and booted up the TV and everything, and she put Yoshi's Woolly World in the Xbox One, and it didn't play, and she was <laughs> very disheartened by this. And again, it didn't harm the disc or anything, but just for the thing yeah i wouldn't recommend sticking your wii u games in your xbox one only bad can come of it It, it, at best you you have nothing happen like me but you know she doesn't understand that she just wants to play the game and i think if more people would start looking at it that way they'd be a little better off and the key to that you know kind of just to wrap this up is don't let that little devil on your shoulder or that troll on the internet convince you that you didn't make the right decision because you were fine till that fucker said something Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, and it's probably a fanboy fucker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's time. and he's just mad because you have what he wants. So just remember, you know, all and, that. And, and, and there's <laughs> fanboys for fucking games as well. You see fanboys for mm-hmm. Call of Duty, for Battlefield, for fucking for this game or that game. You know, Gears is better than Halo. Halo is there's fucking fanboys on the same system. There's fanboys on Xbox. Some that fucking love Halo and some that hate Gears and yeah, oh, some yeah. that love Gears and hate Halo. It's just just fanboys for everything. And those fucking FIFA fanboys. No. (laughs) (laughs) I told told someone at work that I could give shits about Persona. I'm listening. No, no, continue. I'm listening. (laughs) No, that's it. Right? It just renders you speechless. I really hate that fucking sound. Yeah, and somebody, and again, uh, uh, again, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, I know at the beginning of this conversation, somebody wasn't paying too much attention to this podcast. They were listening to it in the background while either at work or driving or something, and they were paying attention to something else. And they heard Zelda was better than Horizon or vice versa, and the fucking hairs on the back of their neck stood up and was just, what? <laughs> and it's just so funny to see those reactions. Yeah, Sorry, guys. 
the internet gets off on watching that reaction, just so you know. And you guys really help fuel that fire. And I don't know that we can naturally stop that. But if you can try to ease those, you know, get a Xan, pop a Xanax, chill out. You can um, stop. You do what I do. You 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 uh, retire. Right, you retire. You become empathetic. <laughs> you yeah, you just don't look You're, at Twitter or Facebook, and you let you. There's something you get happy. You don't inside, give a fuck. Breaks. And you, yeah. you have a skip in your. You know, a little skip when you walk. You know, you don't look at that shit anymore. It just just makes you sad. How many times you look at Facebook before you go to bed, and then it just upsets you when you try yeah, to go to sleep. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. Yeah. So. <laughs> So with that, we are going to jump into the final stages of this show, which is called Just Stop, which might have been the theme for the whole... This might have been the Just Stop oh. episode, but um, I'm just going to give everyone opportunity. So is there anything in trends? This could be games press. This could be gamers. This could be game development studios or just the industry as a whole. There's something that's really gnawing at you, getting into your craw. Is there anything you want to say Just Stop to, uh, Jesus? Yes, stop making remastered versions of fucking games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick and tired of seeing remastered this, remastered that, high definition this. The next thing they're going to be making is 4K this. Oh, yeah. 4K That's totally fucking yep. coming. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> did you know that, that the first one of those actually came out? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys didn't even notice it when it happened. Um, actually, it doesn't come out until I think April, but it's the Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. Uh, that game was available in 720p last generation, and they could have gone HD remaster, but they went full blown fucking 4K out the gate. And oh, the, there are more to come. But uh, and they're charging <laughs> yeah. sixty bucks. But uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm tired of that shit, man. It's like, what the fuck's going on with developers? Like they just sit there and they're like, you guys. We can make a whole new game, or let's just remaster this shit over here and, and sell it again. It's like, I, come on, guys, stop being fucking lazy and just make a fucking new IP or a new game. Yeah. Something I, new. I seen a bunch of remastered Kingdom Hearts games the other day. Uh-huh. I can't figure out who they were. It was like 2.3, Kingdom Hearts oh, remastered. Two, there's 2.8 came out, but yeah. Eight. This and one's then, just cinematics from the in-between game. Yep. This one's actually one. It's, I'm like, and then now there's one coming out in March that has like the other. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but they're all full price. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. That much I know. The sixty bucks. Whatever well, and yeah, and just so people know, yeah, actually, it's funny you mentioned that trees because guess what I did just yesterday? I got on Amazon and I was looking at my pre-orders because I pre-order a ton of shit just to get in day one, you know, and then I cancel them as it gets closer. And I looked at it, and I turned sideways, and I thought about it, because I really want this. I really want Kingdom Hearts uh, 1 and 2. I have them on PlayStation 2, but they don't have skippable cutscenes, which only matters if you've ever played those games. If you get stuck on a boss, you're rewatching a five-minute cutscene that you can't skip over and over again. They're skippable on the PS3 and PS4 versions. Anyway, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, do I want this? Do I want this now? Do I want to pay 50 bucks now? And I get my Prime discount. But anyway, do I want to pay 40 <laughs> bucks right now for fucking Kingdom Hearts? I'm not buying anything. I have let Horizon Zero Dawn pass. I have let um, everything but Resident Evil 7 this year, all these great games that are coming out, I'm letting Mass Effect pass. I'm letting Persona what? 5 pass. <laughs> right now, right now. I'm just, <laughs> I'm playing The Witcher 3, Jesus, and I'm just... 
I'm until I'm done with that, I'm not buying any more games. You'll be done in a fucking year with that thing. Right? I am <laughs> forty. I am forty hours in, and it's the only game I've been playing other than a real quick with Zelda. Oh yeah, I also bought Zelda, and the reason why was we wanted it on Wii U. Me and Trees bought that because, yeah, rightfully it, so. Those are disappearing from store shelves, and they're not coming back. If you want it on Wii U, get it now. <laughs> Nintendo ain't making any more of those. Um, <laughs> but that was the exception, not the rule. And I played ten hours of Zelda to get my fill in i want to go back to it but i put it aside and know it's fucking witcher all day but here's my point um everybody keeps saying those hd remasters sell well they probably sell well but i looked up right now from a sales perspective from microsoft the top 10 games of all time sold on the console and there's only one that is a true blue hd remaster and it's the master chief collection and it's number 10 in the top 10 Oh, wow. So that tells me that people do want new games. People do want modern games. Now, granted, everything on here is a sequel. So maybe sequelitis is a problem. But Destiny is yeah. on there, and it's not It's not a sequel. And so is... Um, no, that's it. Anyway. But the <laughs> point... Oh, Battlefront. Technically, Star Wars Battlefront yeah, eh, is a sequel. I guess it's a sequel. But anyway, my point is, is that I agree with you there. I think the remasters need to stop. People need to get over it. And people are going to hate me for saying this. But if you really want remasters... The best place to go is the PC because it will take your old game that you already own and boost it to 4K without needing to pay, pay 60 bucks for a new version of Skyrim. And yeah, I just fucking took a shit on the special edition of Skyrim. I, I bought oh, that. Wow. And I, you, know how, you know how much Fucker. Skyrim I played? <laughs> An like hour. 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. The I don't want to do this again. The dragon attacked and you were like, oh, wait, that's what the beginning of this game is again. Yeah. I got to fucking wander through the tundra for an hour till I find a fucking bastard sword. I yeah. fucking hated that game. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly, ugliest people I've ever, ever seen yeah. in a video game. You cannot make a good looking person in Skyrim. They oh, all look man. like meth heads. And then I played it for an hour. Cro-Magnon methods, yeah. I got stuck in a tree, and then I fell through the mountain. I turned that game off. <laughs> That's what I did. So, all right. Um, but yes, I agree with you. I think the remasters need to stop because I think we, if you wanted that, just go back and buy a fucking PS3. Skyrim's 10 bucks. Yeah. Skyrim's ten bucks on the PS3. Oh, okay, maybe that's a bad example. On the 360, where it works well, Skyrim's ten bucks <laughs> for the Game of the Year edition. Just buy that shit and call it a day. Um, trees, you gotta just stop. Um, <laughs> could my six-month-old please stop being so selfish? <laughs> it's really, it's really a bit much. Me, me, me. He's just a time uh, no, stealer. I never, I never ever just stop. You know me. <laughs> In fact, I've been pretty consistent four shows in a row uh, having a non-related gaming uh, just stop. Yes. Just, yeah. And mine's kind of going. Mine's kind of a joke. I'll cut and run. Just stop releasing games I want to fucking buy because this was the year I wasn't going to buy games. Horizon's pretty good. <sighs> playing that right now. It's, I know. It's a pretty good game. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? I put myself in an even tougher spot, and I'll tell you why. Because I've got a uh, PSN. I have a, I have Sony Rewards, and I haven't used it in like a year. So I've got a. I can get a PSN card for sixty bucks, so I can buy one game. But it's like, what? What's my one? What's my one <laughs> you game? So choices. <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm like, so I, I started kidding myself and i'm like well sony first party usually comes down in price pretty quick so maybe there's a world in which i get <laughs> this summer i get mass effect and horizon for 60 bucks right <laughs> right 
You know, and, oh, and, and the, there's even been weird, fucked up conversations. Like, I want Yakuza 0. I love Yakuza 1 and 2. <laughs> I've played Yakuza 1 and 2 and part of 3, and I own all of them. All of them. And I really want Zero. And I know Zero's not going to be on store shelves much longer. <laughs> and I know Sega, <laughs> they never discounting. You want Yakuza 0, you're paying 60 bucks, and soon it's going to be digital only. That's the only way you're going to get it from Sega. and Because they know. It's like they're one cash cow. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm having to let it go. And it's breaking my fucking heart. <laughs> but, Damn. but it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. So, go. All right. Yeah, Yakuza's great. And Zero is the bubble economy, and it takes it's you like, to the story before the first game. Whoa. I know, I know, I know. The, la- the last one I played, what was the last one before that one? Five? Five. Four? Five. Four? Four? I played a lot of five. Yeah. But then I got uh, mesmerized by the pachinko machines, <laughs> and then that was the end of that. Yeah, I think four was the one that was given away for free. Uh, three you've always had to buy. Um, maybe they gave away five, but four or five was given away, and then the other one was really cheap for a while. But I own them digitally. I own one, two, and three physically, and uh, eventually zero. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, we're gonna call this episode of GHX to a close. Let's see, we're getting a little close to the ninety-minute mark this time. So cool. Oh boy. Yeah, we were gonna go an hour only, but uh, we had some community stuff. So anyway, Jesus, thank you so much yes. for joining us. This is your Thank moment. You for inviting me on. Pimp your shit. Where can we find you and all your lovely projects? Uh, well, you can find me on Xbox Live playing a lot of games like Rainbow Six Siege and all that shit. Gamertag Jesus Walks a Lot. And you can find me on the PlayStation Network, <laughs> GSUS Walks a Lot. Because Sony doesn't let you like type Jesus out. It doesn't It doesn't. Let it you doesn't like it Jesus? Nope. That's it won't let bullshit. you do it. It'll say like it's offensive or some shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, so I get on that. there with people who are like child molester 666. And yeah, I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, <but> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on there. And also, find me over at the Horrible Gamers Podcast. That is my uh, gaming podcast. We do it every week. Uh, yeah, we talk just video games and shit, basically. Cool. Yeah, and if you check it out, if you have been looking for, because I'm a terrible place to go for it. If you've been looking for a good social place where people are playing online all the time with the newest hardcore stuff that that's that's co-op stuff, this is the place to go because you guys, your I I don't even have to listen to the episode. Your opinion on Wildlands is going to be so counter to every other gamer game review site out there. Uh, maybe not indie podcasts, but definitely the big sites. And it's so significant because I feel like there are enough gamers out there that are social gamers, and I don't think they're well represented in the press these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah, a lot of social gamers are. Yeah, they're not really. Everybody, all the reviewers play with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Wild, I mean? Oh no, it was hilarious. I was listening to the Giant Beast cast. I love Giant Bomb, but they were talking about yeah. uh, they gave us fucking four codes and said we should play with people. And it's like, do you know what? Do you know how many podcasts would kill to get four codes of Wildland so they could all gear up and do countless videos? which you guys kind of do sometimes <laughs> of yeah. like random shit. That gunny chief video was great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, go check out the horrible gamers. They're great. Awesome. Uh, trees, anything to pimp? Uh, no, I'll be, no. I'll be here in two weeks. <laughs> See you in two weeks. <laughs> cool. I'll be back uh, in yes, my basement. Yes. My bathroom. So. That's about it. Well, thanks for joining. Um, next episode, we're going to have Andy from 42 Level 1, a Scottish gamer on who who works at a retro game shop. So, Or actually, I think it's a used game shop. I think he takes in the new shit, too. He plays a lot of new shit, but Andy's oh. great. So 
I'm gonna have to get my retro stuff here. He can great. He can uh, tell me what's worth. I have to get a yeah, stack. Yeah, but of it's stuff. not. It's not pal, so he won't like it. Um, but uh, no. <laughs> but uh, but we'll have him on next time. Uh, and uh, otherwise, you can find us at gaminghistory101.com, where all these episodes are. We are in iTunes. Just search Gaming History X. I did it myself, and it even says Gaming History X hyphen Gaming History 101, so you'll know exactly what it is. It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. It's on everything uh, other than SoundCloud. And top um, ten. what? In the ten top ten yet? Well, you know, I never checked. I should check, but probably not. <laughs> Top three. Top three. But, uh, and you can check out Gaming History 101. That's the retro podcast, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. on all games or through the website, GamingHistory101.com. And uh, if you're a big fan of Resident Evil, start up the live stream again. I'm playing through the N64 port of Resident Evil 2 on twitch.tv forward slash gh101. So if you go over there and subscribe, when I jump on usually three times a week at about 10 o'clock at night uh, central time, uh, you can watch me play through that and just uh, hate hate on myself. I, I love those games. They're a lot of fun, but I'm not as good as I used to be. So anyway. <laughs> um, and then I put them all on YouTube, so don't worry about it if you miss them. But anyway, Jesus, thanks again. It is great to have you on. And uh, Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice so. to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, nice yeah. to meet you too, man. All right. So with that, um, we are going to close out with a song. Um, I don't know. What What do you think of the uh, – I'm curious, um, Jesus. What do you think of the uh, Wildlands uh, soundtrack? Is it notable in any way? Eh, no, probably not. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we closed with we we closed with Breath of the Wild, and it's only a matter of time till somebody goes. So, if you're not a Breath of the Wild fanboy, why the fuck didn't you play Horizon Zero Dawn? So, since Trees has been playing <laughs> that, let's close out with 30 seconds of Horizon Zero Dawn, and we will see you all next week. So, here we go. Later. Nope. I'm gonna cut out the ad real quick. So. <laughs> 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 All right, so here we go.